1: faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius.
0: The world's richest man just went nuclear on Biden's Build Back Better or Build Back Broke, as I like to call it, legislation. Saying the same thing your humble host has been saying for months. It would be a death blow. First to the dollar, then to the economy. We can't spend any more money. With $5 trillion in printed money already floating around, money that we can't seem to move out of the system, Elon Musk, talking to a group at the Wall Street Journal, explained adding $3 trillion more. $3 trillion of printed money more. That's what he put the figure at with Build Back Broke. Would be catastrophic. Here's the exact line. I wish there was a way to get this in front of everyone. Quote, if we don't cut government spending, something really bad is going to happen, period. This is crazy. Our spending is so far in excess of revenue. It's insane. World's richest man. He's finally Warning us, somebody has finally joined me, saying, please, God, this is the straw that will break the camel's back. Now, it looks like they don't have the votes for it. And my point is not to scare you, but to inform you how close to the edge we are. Think about it for a minute. Who else have you heard this from lately? No one paid any attention to this either. When Jack Dorsey, the now ex-CEO of Twitter, remember this? Tweeted back at the end of October, hyperinflation is going to change everything, period. It's happening. Who just admitted that we're headed into hyperinflation? I mean, besides Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. And if you think you want to believe him, you should. He nailed it. Back in August and September when he began warning that this presidential election would be very controversial, that we wouldn't know who the winner was for a long time, that he would even have to censor people who were claiming that Trump had won. It went exactly the way he said. Now he's warning about hyperinflation. Believe me, he has my full attention. So does the National Association of Business Economists. They said on Monday, hyperinflation is coming. They never used the word in their report. But let me build up to what they did tell us. It's exactly why Elon Musk is sounding the alarm. Here's what it said. And let me tell you why this is different from what you're hearing on television. A survey from the National Association of Business Economists that came out on Monday showed a staggering rate of inflation. That by the end of the year, inflation is supposed to surge. Wait, you say if you've been grocery shopping lately. You mean go higher? Uh Uh-huh. As in pedal to the metal. That's not good. Now, why are we hearing people, all these business and financial talking heads from Fox Business to CNN Business, CNBC? Why aren't they saying this? They're afraid. They're afraid. They don't want to attract the ire for their Companies which are all highly regulated, um, of the Biden administration. But what do they say when they can answer the question in a survey? What do they say then when they have a little more anonymity? A shocking 71% of economists told the National Association of Business economists that the PCE price index will not cool down to the Fed's target of 2% until the second half of, you might want to sit down, 2023 or later. So folks, we're not in 2024 here. End of 23, 24. Worse yet? And if Trump were in office, this would be big news. This Friday, the Department of Labor is expected to report that the November consumer price index has jumped. I can't believe this. 6.7% compared to November 2020. That's a lot of inflation. Now listen to this. How they put this in this report, they're not going to use the word stagflation. Instead, they just describe what it is and say it's coming. Stagflation is the worst possible economic situation. Here's how they describe it. They describe inflation as accelerating, as getting hotter. But then they note that economists have been downgrading their projections for growth. What is that? That is hyperinflation Followed by stagflation. That is what they are saying. That is the classic model for absolute total economic turmoil. That's what it is right there. So they don't use the word stagflation and they don't use the word hyperinflation. They just describe them and they're coming. A year end surge in inflation. Holy God. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply. Do you know what that means, folks? We we can't we can't keep printing and borrowing. We we can't do that. But the Social Security checks have to go out. the The Medicare check they have to go out. They have to pay for it, folks. We borrow uh, by printing half our budget, and we can't do it anymore. What are we going to do? Even worse, there's very few ways out of stagflation that don't include economic devastation. But there is one that will work. And we are super fortunate because most countries that end up in it don't have this way out. We do. And this is going to be the, the battle line of the future as desperation sets in. You know what we could do? We have to goose growth. There's no other way out. The growth is has got to keep up with the prices and the demand. It's got to level off. Well, how do we do that? All right, well, what's the biggest growth engine? Look at all the Trump years. What was quarter after quarter? I pulled the Department of Labor report. Quarter after quarter, what was the biggest growth engine in the United States of America? And every quarter like clockwork under Trump, it would be 28 to 33% of the GDP growth. The minerals category, it's mining. We can escape absolute economic devastation. I'm telling you folks it's coming. It is coming. Even if the Republicans were to get control of Congress again. The the country functions off a, you know, 4 to 5 trillion dollar budget basically by the time they put it all through. Let's say 4, right? Let's be conservative, Let's say 4.5. We've never been faced with having um, to actually fund that with real dollars. We can't borrow another $2 trillion right now because you got to understand since the beginning of the pandemic, we went from a $17 trillion debt to a $29 trillion debt. Our economy is only about $21 trillion. So the only way out is to drill like madmen. I'm talking, well, you know, rip the caps off, put the leases out, um, incentivize, uh, goose the thing. And that's the one thing the Democrats aren't willing to do. So here is going to be the battle economically. Because we don't have another way out. There's no there's no more. There's no other way out. We got to bust that GDP out. Now, the, the blessing, the true blessing is what is in the ground. We could do it. We could flood the world with oil. We could sell our natural gas, but we got to get it. The good thing is fracking technology makes it much faster to go and get it. A lot of our um, wells are idled right now because of Biden regulations. So the big battle economically that we should be having, if we get to the point, folks, where we're not even having the debate, where people don't even understand that the way to save the dollar, the way to save the country, the way to save the, ac- the economy is through natural resources, because we simply don't have another growth engine that big. You know, during the Trump administration, um, it produces every GDP GDP growth again of uh, 28 to 33 percent of our GDP growth. We don't have another engine like it and we aren't anywhere near maximizing what we could be doing with it. So that's got to be the big thing. Our side has got to explain. We have to drill. We have no choice whatsoever. We don't have one or the economy goes goes down in flames and then Biden has to be pushed to do it. So that is going to be the major battle. Um, those are the battle lines. That is the price. That is the price of survival is drilling. It will come down to that. We don't have anything else we can do quickly in our economy. We can't, you know, have a sudden manufacturing sector. Well, I mean, we could if they were willing to strip the regulations off. And yeah, but it still take a couple of years. We've got to drill. we got no part. We, got, we got no choice. So this is what we're facing as a country. Will we figure out? Folks, can you imagine living this way to 2024 with an acceleration in inflation that hopefully levels off to 6% a year, which even alone would be crushing through 2024? Oh, my God. I don't know how we do it. But to do it, to save America, the American people have to understand what it would take. They'll buy it if they can figure it out. Here's the thing, though. Terrible polling just came out for the Democrats and Biden from the Wall Street Journal. There was all kinds of bad news in it. But the worst news of all is that their entire agenda is wrong. It's what people don't want to do. So let's look at the issues that people are most concerned about. Number one, this is a surprising, this is a little surprising. It's not inflation. It's immigration. That's a terrible, terrible bit of news for them. Number two, by the way, the Wall Street Journal's polls tend to, Um, to be weighted heavily toward Democrats. So the fact that this is coming out this bad for them is not good. It's showing Biden with a 41% approval rating. So number two, number two issue they're most concerned about, the second one the Democrats don't want to talk about, it's economy. And number three, inflation. The stuff they actually want to pass legislation on, like climate change, is way down at the bottom. People don't care. They don't want to talk about that. Their other favorite obsession, COVID, it comes in at number seven. People are sick of it. They don't care. They don't want to hear this junk from the Democrats anymore. In fact, do you know what's surprising? Do you know what came in at number six ahead of COVID in concern for the American people? Government spending. I know. Government spending. So people are more worried about government spending than they are about COVID. This Okay, these being the priorities is a disaster for Democrats because they got nothing. They got nothing. Uh, And and it's every one of their weaknesses. But it goes to show you where the American people are. If the Republicans or a leader emerges, maybe it's Ron DeSantis, somebody to explain this to the American people, they're going to be very receptive to it because the Democrats are so unpopular. So, once again, how do we lose? We just don't fight. How do we win? We open our mouths and start
1: trying. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening